Hey, thank you everyone for tuning into the Success with Macintosh show. This is Cynthia, your success coach from Success with Macintosh. And today we are talking to Linda Holmes. She's the National Director at Second Chance Financial Services Incorporated. And we're going to be spending the next couple of shows talking about the financial issues that entrepreneurs run into when they're starting up a business. It's sometimes not easy. And so today we were going to talk to Linda about what kind of loans are available for entrepreneurs and some of the other questions that come up. And so I want to introduce Linda. Hi, Linda. How are you doing tonight? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I cannot complain. I am so glad to hear that. And I'm really excited to talk to you about about the financial aspects of being an entrepreneur because it does come up. <laughs> it comes up a lot. It's something that everybody <laughs> yes, deals yes. with, huh? <laughs> yes, and yes, so, it does. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to talking to you about it and talking about what you do and some of the options that are available to entrepreneurs, some of the do's and the don'ts, and, you know, well, uh, just try and help people out with some of the problems that they have, and I'm really looking forward to it. I'm glad you're on the show, and you can uh, give us some answers. So I okay. want to welcome you to the show. So first off, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your company and what you do? Okay, um... Well, Second Chance Financial Services, we are incorporated. What we do is this. We set up, um, we deal with loans from all, just business loans, and we do some store loans as well. Also, we deal with merchant services as well. For those that can't get a merchant account, we help them set up with the uh, merchant account also um, in the end. Okay. That's basically, it. We just do loans and merchant services. Okay. And what kind of what are the different kinds of loans that are available to entrepreneurs? If you're going over loans, what are the different kinds of loans that are available? And what do you tell entrepreneurs when they're trying to decide what kind of a loan to get? What are some of the considerations? Well, the first thing that I do, I find out if they have a business that that is definitely up and running because the best loans. To get, you must have a business that's up and running because the underwriters, they do look at um, if the business owner can pay the loan back. Okay. Now, there are some and business owners that do get, try to get loans and don't pay them back, but that's one right. thing that we do make sure that you are definitely able to pay the loan back and that right. your business is legal. Okay, and so how long would a business normally have to be in business and what would you consider legal? Well, um, of course, if you have your EIN number, in some states okay. you can have, uh, in some states you got business license and some you don't. Mm -hmm. But okay. always, if you register with the Secretary of State, that's good too. Um, okay. And the kind, of, and you ask what kind of loan is really a, available for the beginners of the business. I say you got to be in business at least. Four to six months because you got to be consistent. You oh, okay. Well, that's really not that bad. Uh, not really, because we got to see what you're gonna bring in. You know, right? So we know if you bring if you bringing in money and you bringing in revenue, and we see that you are very consistent, the chances of getting the loan is ninety nine point nine percent. Wow. Okay. And so if you cannot, or if you have not been in business for six to nine months, let's say, and you are a, you're obviously a startup. What would be your options then? Would you go with a personal loan? And would no, you suggest you that? 
you can go with the personal loan, but we do have a program called Last Chance. Therefore, for those that just come in the business and doesn't have much revenue coming in, what we do, um, the name of it is The Last Chance, where we set you up with the merchant service and also we guarantee your loan. What I mean by that is you write your own loan. But the only thing is we don't make no offer to your business until the fifth month. Because while you're writing your loan, we know that you're able to pay that money back right there through your merchant account. Because there's so many ways that you can pay your loan your loan back, but we like to make it where where you're very comfortable with paying it back. Because, you know, some loans got high APRs, and some mm-hmm. loans we don't even look at the credit. We just look at how long the business been up and running. Okay. But the last can but the last chance loan, if you coming in if you come starting a business and you want a loan and you don't have any revenue coming in, I tell everybody to go with the last chance loan because you're writing your own loan. And so therefore it really depends on you how much uh revenue you got coming in and how much money you're trying to get as well for your business. Okay. Huh. And how long do you actually get to choose how long you have to pay that loan back then? No, ma'am, because the reason being is that, I mean, some underwriters, it just depends how long you've been in business, but some people pay monthly, some people pay daily, some people pay through transactions. It's really all about what fits your criteria because, you know, even we don't, if you're in a bankruptcy and your bankruptcy has not been discharged, we really cannot help you. Right. But what we can do is tell you, uh, find out when your uh, bankruptcy will get discharged, and we'll definitely help give you good knowledge on when to apply for a loan. Huh. Okay, so now you're talking about the last chance, or the uh, the second chance loan, correct? Or the, is that what you now, call it? What was the, we, we call it the last chance, the last right. chance program. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And that's the one that you get to kind of figure out and write your own yourself. That's interesting. Yes, and yes, so, ma'am. and you can call your company for that if you need it. Oh yes, ma'am. You can call Second Chance Financial Services for all your business needs. Huh. Take care Wonderful. of you. And the good thing about it is, a lot of people like dealing with people, you know, on a personal level, and that's how we like dealing with people on a personal level. So therefore, you know, you can trust us and everything like that as well. You don't have to worry about holding on the phone forever and forever and you go back and <laughs> hung up on you. You know, people like to talk to people and, that, and that's good. That is, that's oh, good. We don't get to sit there and listen to elevator music for 45 minutes? <laughs> no. No, but I can sing to you. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, what? Okay, so if I was going to get a loan, what are the things that I could, should consider when I'm deciding whether to get a loan or not? Other than just finances, because, you know, sometimes I might have the money to get a loan. But what do you think is are some of the things that one really needs to think about when you're trying to decide whether it's the right time to get a loan or not? Uh, if you're going to get, you know, if you're considering, for example, expanding your business, your business might be fine. You might have income, but you want to expand. How do you know if it's really the right time to get a loan, to do that? Or when's, you know, what are some of the considerations that you would have to go through in order to decide whether this is the time to get a loan or not? 
trying to really get along. Let's say if you're doing merchant service, because any business that doing merchant services, that's a plus. For the simple reason, you got two sets of numbers that our underwriters look at. They look at your banking and they look and they look at your merchant service as well. So new numbers right there will be high. And I tell anybody, if you go on like if you got three and four months of high numbers and the next month is slow, I think that's the best time to get along. Let me tell you why. Because you got to provide for at least four statements of your banking and your processing statements. And your four mm-hmm. months that you're going to provide is going to have high numbers, okay? So that's what the honors writer is going to go off of. Now, say if you got no high numbers for the four months, and the next four months is real slow, and you're like, okay, I'm going to try to get along. That right there is going to put you in a real hard spot. Why? Because the four months that you just waited is slow, and the numbers is not going to be up there proven that you can pay that long Right. Well, what about most businesses or a lot of businesses are seasonal, though? So, in other words, right now we're going to we're start starting to look at the holiday season. So, a lot of businesses uh-huh. will be busier starting the first of uh-huh. October, and they'll be busy through you know, December, end of December. So are you saying that January is a good time to get a loan, even though a lot of times financially that's really a tough time to get a loan, but is January the best time to actually go try and get one because you've had several months of high numbers, knowing that in January, February, and March you're going to drop? Well, you know, I really wouldn't say it's going to drop in January or February, Miss McIntosh, but the simple reason is that's taxi. So when you got to look at the tax season time, I would say about um, March and April would be the best time because you got to look at the high month. And you know when people get their tax money, they're going to sit there and spend that tax money in all reality. So therefore, uh-huh. the number still going to be high. You know what I'm saying? Okay. When they start falling down, it usually be like March and April. Okay. That's when, they, when the business starts um, slowing down. But now, like, huh. seasonal, like, the lawn care business, everybody knows that during the summertime, the lawn care is really heavy. You know, right. they, are, they, stay, they stay busy. I say when you get ready to hit, like, September for the lawn care because of um, the um, type of business that it is, that would be the best time to get along as well. So... You know, my advice to the businesses, if you feel, if you, when you know that your business is starting to slow down and you know that you're going to be in a little tight for some revenue, I say apply right then. Why? Because you got something to fall back on. You got the four strong months that the underwriter is going to ask you for, which is your um, process statements and your bank statements to prove what your um, business can um, bring in. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I guess for me, now I don't, I have, don't, I've never gotten a loan for business. I just, I struggle through it. I just prefer, I don't like lo- loaning people money. <laughs> I don't like loaning people money. <laughs> If you need some money, you know, I give it to you now. Just call me. Call second chance. Everyone deserves a second chance. Ah, I'll keep that in mind for the holidays. <laughs> no, just kidding. But um, I guess for me, one of the things, and like I said, this is not a professional opinion. This is just my opinion because this is how I run my okay. life. And it's not necessarily a good way. But um, I do tend to not want to owe people money. It makes you feel really uncomfortable when I do. 
So I think for me, when I have money coming in, I'm going to be more likely to go and try and get a loan because I know I can pay it. When it's slower, I might need the money more, but then I'm nervous because what if things happen and I can't make the payment? You know what well, I mean? So, yeah, so I, understand. Uh, I definitely understand that. But the good thing about our loan, um, the companies, is that if, say, you come into a tight, everybody come into a tight sometimes, and everybody know you can't get, you cannot get blood out of a turnip too, as well. <laughs> the c communication is the key. You know, as long as you communicate with the the with the um the company, the loan company, most of them ninety nine point nine percent going to work with you. But to just get the loan and come into a tight and just don't say nothing, that truly can hurt your business. It mm. truly can hurt your business. That's why we give business loans because we can go after your business personal. If you don't pay it back, you just don't pay it back. You see what right. I'm saying? So therefore, we still, we don't have no loss. It's a win-win situation with us, but we'd rather be your friend and help you and help your business grow because that's what we like to do is help your business grow. Wow. I like the way you guys work. Sounds good so far. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so I guess let's talk about the contractual side of getting loans. What do entrepreneurs, because I know people get stuck all the time where they sign up for loans that they probably shouldn't have gotten and so on and so forth. That's why I was asking you what you really need to think about and whether it's a good time to get a loan or not. And you did, you answered that very well. Uh -huh. I wasn't the answer I expected, but it definitely made a lot of sense. But uh -huh. if I'm going to go get a loan, what do I have to watch out for when I'm signing a contract? What are some of the things that we definitely do not want to sign and the things that we definitely want to be sure are in a contract that we do sign? Things like, you know, paying it off early and so on and so forth. What are some other things that you'd really want to look at in a contract before you sign anything? Okay, first of all, it really depends on what type of business you are, okay? Because you get the business owner that they don't care how high the APR is. They don't care what they got to pay. They so much in a tight, they don't care. So they're going to sign it anyway, okay? And then you got those that are like, no, I'm not just, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not signing this because, um, you know, sometimes people, like I said earlier, you can pay monthly, but that's if you qualify to pay monthly. You can pay daily, but that's if you qualify to pay daily. And even you can pay through your credit card machine as well, but that's even if you qualify. So really, when you look at it, because if you take the if when you take the contract, and when you really got to read over it, because dealing with us is not like dealing with the bank at all. Because you go to the bank, you probably pay monthly with them, and at a certain time. With us, we get people to pay off loans within six months. We get people to pay off loans within a year. Depends on how much they get. But when you're reading the contract, it's very important that you're reading how long that contract is, how much money coming out daily. Because when you do your figuring, I, I mean, you'd be like, well, I didn't know I was paying triple this, but you signed the contract. You signed that contract for this amount of money. And most business owners don't read at all, if you want me to be honest. They just look at that number, they got what they want, and they 
they they have it until when they find out that this loan is going on and on and on. <laughs> then that's when it comes up. What in the world did I sign? Right. So, I mean, for me to answer that question, I mean, what the best way I really can answer that is you must read the contract to, I mean, to the best of your ability. But when you, when you are a business owner and you really need the money, they really ain't going to read the contract. They're just going to see the amount that's on that contract and see what they got to pay back. And they sign it. Right. Right. Now, do all your loans, do you all your, when, when we get a loan with you, is everybody able to pay back early if the opportunity comes up? It it just depends. It just depends what they qualify for. Mm. Some people like, I'm going to be honest, some business owners say, well, I want to go ahead and pay this back. Okay, good. That's excellent. You know, but nine out of 10, long I've been in business, be honest with you. It don't happen. They do the ride out for six months, eight months, and then right. they renew it. Because the good thing about it is, when you do get one loan, it's going to be it's going to be very easy for you to get two and three and four and five. So therefore, as a business owner, they know if they get in a tight with money, they don't have to worry about anything. Why? Because they know they got a loan here, and all they have to do is renew it, and the company going to automatically renew it. Sometimes they sometimes they check to see if they still got that heavy revenue coming in to to renew what they to renew the same amount. But if that right. revenue is not heavy, if the revenue is not heavy, they still can get a loan, but it's just not going to be as much. It might not be as much at all. Okay. So my advice to the business owners is when they go out when they go out there looking for a loan, make sure ask the representatives all types of questions. How long do I got to pay it back? How much is the loan? What's the payback amount that I got to pay back? And what to, and how long do I have to pay it back? And can I pay it back early? And if I pay it back early, how much will it be for me to pay it back early? Right. A lot. Yeah. A lot of times loans will actually charge you a fee for paying back early because they're yes, obviously ma'am. losing yes. the interest. So they'll, yes, ma'am. they'll, they'll, they'll let you do it, but there's a, there's a heavy, fee. heavy mm-hmm. fee for it. That's so not, that's why I was asking right. if you guys do that or if it's a, if it's a kind of loan that you can pay back early. It, so, it, yeah, it just, like actually, I say, it just depends on what business you go through. Because if we give you five hundred, of course we want to make at least seven hundred dollars off of it. You know, right? What I mean by that, if I give you five hundred, you go pay back seven hundred, eight hundred dollars. Right. I'm right. not going to give you yeah. five hundred. You go pay back the five hundred dollars. It doesn't work <laughs> like that. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that makes that makes total sense. You're in business to make money too, just like everybody else is. <laughs> yes, and I know ma'am. one yes, of the ma'am. things that you mentioned that's very true is the total how much you're actually borrowing. It's amazing yes, when you go mm-hmm. get a loan that you're paying back. You know, you look at the payments and you go, Ah, it's not that bad. I can handle making those payments every uh-huh. month. It's not that terrible. I can do this. And then you look at the bottom line and how much you're actually paying back. And sometimes that can be some real sticker shock. So you have to really oh, think yes, about ma'am. whether it's worth it to get that loan and decide if it's something you really need and if it's worth paying that extra money. Because sometimes you can be paying, depending, of course, on what kind of loan. I mean, you know, mortgage, 
mortgage loan is like you, you end up paying three times what you're actually borrowed. So if you borrow 100000 you end up paying back 300000 or something like that. And I know car loans are pretty bad, too. And um, But you do kind of have to look at that and decide what the real cost is and whether it's worth it before you jump into a loan and be smart about it. Right. We do have business owners that do pay back daily. Mm-hmm. So therefore, if they pay back daily, the revenue coming in got to be heavy because if it's not heavy, it's going to hurt hurt them instead of help them. Right, right. So yeah, I was going to ask you what kind of questions you would ask a lending institution if you're talking about getting a loan. You kind of covered some of them. Are there any other things that you would suggest that a lend if you're talking to a lending institution are there other questions that you would suggest that we ask to be sure that we know what we're getting into well most uh, well, most of them be honest with you most of them are going to ask you because you're going to before they even start paperwork on you they're going to make sure that you qualify and then like i said the qualifications of getting along you must be in business at least five to six months because you got to you must show bank statements, and if you um, do process, you got to show processing statements as well. If you're in a bankruptcy, we most definitely can't do anything with people that's in a bankruptcy. But if you just got out of a bankruptcy, um, one thing that we do ask is that we got to see the discharge paper uh, um, also. And then what we do ask is what the money is used for. You know, right. um, that's more, that's very that's very important as well. Hmm. And we do ask if you in another in a secondary loan, a secondary or third loan, because sometimes business owners get in like two and three loans and it's not helping them, it's hurting them. You know, so we really we I am telling the business owners now, before you go get in two loans or three loans, make sure if you in a first loan See how close you are into paying that loan back because you might be up for a renewal. And if you're up for a renewal, if you got a hundred grand before, you can get a hundred grand again unless your revenue got real slow. And then, not saying that you're not going to get anything, you just won't. You just won't get that hundred grand. You might end up getting like fifty or sixty. And that's right. just being honest. You know, something is better than nothing if you truly in need. But I wouldn't, I mean, the worst thing you can do is keep getting loans and loans. You're burying yourself. Try not to bury right. yourself. Right, you know right. You, got to keep, you must keep your head above water. Your right. head must you got to come above water. And right. Keep, repeat, and I would love to give you loans repeatedly. I do. But see, I do care about people a lot. You know what I'm saying? To God be glory. I do care about people a lot. And if I can help them by showing them, okay, this is how you can keep your business above water. And this is how much loan you, you can get used right now. You know, but don't just keep repeating again loans and loans and loans and loans. I wouldn't do, I definitely, I wouldn't do that because I think, like I said, I think a lot of businesses that definitely had buried themselves. Right. right. And I can you imagine. bury yourself, it's hard to come out of it. <laughs> but, well, if not it's hard. Right. Yeah, that's why I was asking you earlier, when do you uh -huh. think, what do you have to consider when you're trying to decide on whether to get a lo loan or not? Because it's not always a smart thing to do. You know, there's sometimes it's smarter to 
cut back on business or get rid of a division or something like that, you know, and, and change your business so it doesn't cost as much versus getting a loan. You kind of have to look at, and I, now this is talking as an accountant, as a business person, uh -huh. because this is my background, but you really kind of have to look at what you're getting the money for, as you said, and find out if what you're spending when you get that loan, the cost of getting that loan, if it really makes sense for your business and if it's going to make, if you're going to get a loan and you know that that loan is going to make a lot more money than what you borrowed, okay, it makes sense. If I'm going to have to borrow, you know, $500 to make $10,000, then obviously it makes sense. But sometimes uh -huh. it really, sometimes it really doesn't. I think you have to really, instead of feeling desperate and diving in there and getting a loan, sometimes it does make sense to look at your business honestly, and it's not always easy to do. Sometimes you really have to pull somebody else in there to do it that's not quite as emotionally attached <laughs> and look at the business and say, you know, you're going to get this loan and you're probably going to just basically break even. It's just going to keep your business alive, but you're not going to make any more because you got that loan. It might make sense to do something different in your business to cut expenses instead of getting a loan. I think it's really important to do that. Yes, so, it is. It most definitely is. Yeah, so, um, okay, so if I am, now I asked you um, what kind of questions you would have to ask a lending institution if you're looking for a loan. But really what I was looking at was if I am out there shopping and I'm talking to various banks and lending institutions and talking to you and other companies like you, are there certain things when you're out there shopping for a loan, all companies are not equal, all companies don't do things the same way. Is there something, are there things that one would really be smart to ask when you're out there doing shopping for loans? Are there things you need to watch out for? Are there companies out there that you really should be careful of and be sure to ask certain questions so you don't get yourself stuck in something you wish you hadn't? Do you have any uh, advice where that's concerned? Yes, ma'am. Well, the most question is is what how much you're paying back. I, I definitely have had I have had a lot of situations where um, we give a person a loan, but they don't see how much they're paying back until after they keep on paying back. You know, that's most important. Ask what you're paying back because when the lenders lend the money, first of all, they're gonna make sure you qualify for it. If you right. don't qualify, they definitely ain't gonna lend you the money. On the, I mean, and that's just that's just being um honest they're gonna make sure that you qualify but as a business owner they got to see how much they paying back and if a person say okay we're gonna put you on a daily basis where you paying back 75 dollars 100 dollars a day daily if you can't afford it just say i can't afford that don't go with it just because you definitely need the money because in north carolina we all know there's more than one way to skin a cat, okay? <laughs> so be honest. I'm just being honest. If you can't afford that $50, $100 per day, just let the um, underwriter know. And they're, gonna, they're not going to tell you everything they can do up front. That's what they're not going to do. Why? Because they're trying to make as much money as they can. Me, uh. myself, I, I'm not like that. I'd rather have a blessing. But I'm telling you, you got to make sure that you can pay it back. You can't just like, okay, if I know, if I get a loan for 50 grand and I know I can't pay $100, $100 per day back, I wouldn't go with that. And I tell them that. 
you got there got to be something else because I cannot I cannot pay a hundred a hundred dollars back. You know, mm-hmm. and please believe they're going to tell you uh, it's something else that they can do. Mm-hmm. It's something else they they're going to do because they're not going to tell they they're not going to sit there and and tell you the laws you can pay in the beginning. That's what they're not going to do. That's not <laughs> the right thing to do. I'm being honest with you. But as a business owner, if you want to, if you know you can't afford it, and you want to really see what. You can pay back and see what the opportunity is. Okay, the laws that you can pay back, they got it there to tell you, but you got to ask. You know, there, I mean, if you don't ask no questions, you will never get no answer. So you're definitely going to have to ask because, like I said, m- most lenders, 99.9% of the lenders is going to go with the high number first. Okay. Most business owners, if you in debt, they will say okay to it. Most business owners will say okay to it. They're, they're not going to look at what they can pay back. They ain't going to look at what they got to pay per day or per transaction or per month. They're not going to look at that. Well, a wise business owner, if you can't pay it back, don't take it. Please believe they trying to make that sale too. So the customer is always right. So you're going to be right. You're definitely going to be right. Now, um, doing business loans, sometimes there are, there definitely are application fees. You know, now, we do get a lot of, well, I, I'm, I can't say arguments, but a lot of business owners do not want to pay application fees. The way the underwriters look at it, if you can't pay no application fees, there's no way in the world you're going to pay the loan. Mm-hmm. And if you say you're making this much money during a month, and you need a loan, and you can't pay that application fee, you're not going to pay that loan. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. yeah. And that right, there, right, that right there for companies throws up a red flag. And most people, if you throw up a red flag through a company, they're not going to give you the best because they're already going to think that you're a hazard. And they really don't want no drama, and they, they're not going to want no, they're, they're not going to want um, nothing else going on with their company, you know, because really it was a warning. You couldn't pay the application fee. This guy right here ain't going to pay it back. So why would we fool with them? Okay, we can fool with them, but what are they going to do? They're going to give you the highest percentage, the very okay. Now, so you brought out the application other, fees. Are there other fees that one should watch out for that you really don't need to pay, but that some lending institutions try and get out of you? No, because, you know, just like if you buy a house, you got closing fees. So there will be closing fees at the end of, there will be closing fees at the end of the approval. Because mm-hmm. you might ask for 10 grand and you might get an offer for 20 grand. You might get an offer for 30 grand. You might get an offer for 40 grand. Whatever you decide to go with, most people that get three offers, they usually go with the highest offer. So therefore, if you go with the highest offer, it really doesn't matter what offer you go with, there will be a closing fee. There's no way okay. around it. But that that right that closing fee will come out the loan. That right there will okay. be all, that uh-huh. will come right straight out the loan. And most people, you got to look for that as well. That's why when you read in the contract, when it say how much you borrow and how much you got to pay back, that closing fee is in how much you borrow. 
So if okay. you think you're gonna borrow ten grand and you gonna walk around, you gonna walk away with ten grand? Nah, that's not how it works. You might borrow mm. ten grand and come out. You might walk away with nine thousand or something, but mm-hmm. you're not gonna walk away with the exact amount that you borrowed because you got to pay them closing fee. You're gonna have to pay that closing fee. Okay, that that makes total sense. So when you're going, when you're considering getting a loan. What are some things that you need to take care of beforehand to make it easier to get the best deal on a loan? Make sure your numbers is up with your bank account. Don't have no overdrafts, and I mean ridiculous overdrafts. We can see three and four, but 12 and 13, we can't hardly see that because you, if they do decide to give you a loan, you got 12 and 13 overdrafts, you're going to have mm-hmm. a high APR coming back at you. I'm going to uh-huh. be honest with you. The next thing is, if you doing merchant merchant service is the best way to get along if you want to be honest. Because every time somebody's white, they take from that percentage, and you can't miss what you never had. So therefore, you can really pay the loan back in a faster way uh, using your merchant account. But that's only if you approve for that for that part as well. Okay. The next thing is. Make sure, like I said, you can't be in no bankruptcy. And you got to make sure if you say, okay, I was in a bankruptcy, but it's discharged, make sure it's discharged. Because uh, if you say if you say it's discharged and it comes up, it's not discharged, you got, you must go get, you got to get your papers to show that it is definitely discharged. Mm-hmm. And, of course, um, your business, make sure that your business, I mean, has its EIN number, and I mean, you can have a sole proprietor and go by your social. We still can close loans like that as well. But everything with your business from A to Z got to be legitimate. Everything mm-hmm. having a business account, they're not. There ain't gonna be no lender that's gonna deposit money in no personal account. You must have a business account because to deposit money in a personal account, that right there would be throwing up a red flag too. And we try okay. to keep all the red flags down. So that's all. That's truly everything that you need to get along. It's really very easy to get along as long as you got those numbers up on your bank account or the numbers up on your merchant service, and your um and your business is uh, up and running. Truly, you good. Truly, you are hmm. good. Wow, you make it sound so easy. It's, it really is. It is. It, it really <laughs> is. <laughs> Yeah, that's. Uh, I do know that uh, I work with. There's entrepreneurs deal with expansion a lot because you know they get started and then things take off and now all of a sudden they need money for new equipment or better equipment or more equipment because they've got employees now and they need more computers and all that kind of thing. And sometimes it is really necessary, but sometimes it's really difficult when you're a new business. So it's good to know that there are some options out there for younger businesses and that you don't have to have years worth of you know, tax returns to show in order to get a loan. That's true. That's true. And if you're a new business, if you're up and running, you're a new business, and you know you got you gonna have, you got to have revenue coming in, I love mm-hmm. dealing with the new businesses. Because, like I said, within five months, if you if you know you need a loan, you're a new business, I can, I can guarantee to close you a loan within that five months. As long, mm-hmm. as, long as we see the revenue coming in and the consistency. So you got to be consistent. 
Those are my peeps. <laughs> Speaking of art with artists, okay, now that's a whole different group. Um, uh-huh. I know that they run into, now talking about seasonal, a lot of the people that I work with that are artists have a problem of knowing that during the winter things are going to get really slow. Uh-huh. And they work a lot. Now, this isn't everybody because obviously I do have some artists that get really busy during the holidays. But a lot of artists really do get very slow during the winter and they play a lot during the summer at concerts and stuff like that. So they make really good money during the summer, but then they've got to get through the winter. And it's funny because I know a lot of artists that fall into the trap of taking their equipment and pawning it in order to survive the winter. And then they're paying huge amounts of, uh-huh. now these are, you know, they're paying huge amounts of interest to get through the winter. And then when the summer comes, they pull it all out and they get back to work and they make good money again. And it's an every year thing, you know? And, um, but in a situation like that, I don't know if they would be able to get a loan or not because they're, their income fluctuates, like you said, it fluctuates so much. They can have a so bunch of parties all summer. Yeah, they can do it. They can get along. But when they know, most of them, like, they know when it's going to go down, when it's going to go slow. Mm-hmm. If they if they have it, if they know they got four months, of, I mean, they're making their money and they're traveling as artists. If they know, okay, a couple of months, they got that four months, but then they're like, okay, I know that I got three more, about three months going to come out here and it's going to be slow. They ain't book or anything. That's when they need to go ahead and get their loan. Why? Because of the four high months. You don't, you can't go eight months out and then decide to get a loan from right. your high month, from your high month. Because honestly, it's not going to do any good because huh. they want to see, they want to see them dates. You know, like, okay, yeah. like, this is October. They want to see June, July, August, and September. You That's know really, saying? really interesting. And I, I yeah. don't know if I talked to you about it, but I do um, mastermind groups. And uh-huh. I have entrepreneurs get together. There's, I do groups of 12. So we have 12 entrepreneurs uh-huh. that get together. And it's a 12-week program. And each week we work on one business and we just develop each other's businesses. It's a really fun way to do things. And I do the same thing for artists. And for the artists, I have special speakers come in. It would be really fun to have you come in and talk to them because honestly, the amount of money that these artists spend on pawning their equipment, it's like 50% interest. It's really horrible. They can definitely... Yeah, they could they be could putting that money into paying you guys and live a lot more mm-hmm. comfortably and getting a loan yes, that ma'am. way instead of going. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um, 
Yes, I'm going to have to have you come to one of the artist mastermind groups and talk to them about it because so many of them do that. And I'll be it's, more than happy to, more than happy to. As long, yeah. as, long as I'm helping someone, I'm, I'm happy. For real, I believe in blessings. For real, I, I had the perfect crew. For real, I, I mean, I love my team. Most definitely, I love my team. I had the best graphic person. I had the best um, personal assistant person. I can't ask for people better. Wow. <laughs> you know, I can't. For real. And That's I mean, awesome. I deal with a lot of people everywhere, all around the world, wherever you at. As long as you can pick up the phone and dial, I can, I definitely can help you. If you can't pick up the phone and dial, if you inbox me on Facebook, I can help you. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna find a way to make it work. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> That's wonderful. And where are you actually located? I'm in the Fairview, North Carolina area. Okay, I but you can, a, you can work. I, now, is, is it the, it's obviously the laws are going to be a little bit different from state to state and so on and so forth, but you can work with anybody anywhere? Yes, ma'am, because 99.9% .9 I travel. I love to travel. So, therefore, I'm meeting people all the ah. time. All the time. And I meet, I, I meet a lot of entrepreneurs that I love. Uh, I met mm -hmm. um, this one girl. That's in Fayetteville, North Carolina. She got her own clothing line. I'm for God, and I mean it's 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 excellent. And if anybody want an I'm for God T-shirt, just let me know. I can get you one. Most definitely, <laughs> I'm for God. <laughs> but yeah, she has she has a nice line. I mean, you meet people everywhere. Hairstylists, um, like I said, all every business, uh, every business. If you got revenue coming in, I can help you. If you don't have revenue coming in, I still can help you because I want to help you get the revenue coming in. Wow. So it's a win. So it's a definitely a win-win situation with Second Chance Financial Service. It sounds like it. Well, I'm really glad that we got a chance to talk. So why don't you tell us how to get a hold of you? Oh, well, definitely. You can reach me at 304-405-6925. That's 304-405-6925. And remember, everyone deserves a second chance. <laughs> and they do. Do you have a website? No, man, I don't have no website. For the reason being is communication. It has been excellent. When I say excellent, excellent. <laughs> but I do have a website going up, but it's under construction right now. Okay. So. Um, yeah, I think, um, yeah, we've communicated via Facebook, haven't we? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, yes, and what's what's your Facebook page? Do you know how to how to get to yes, that? You can, yes, ma'am, you can look me up by my name, Linda Holmes, or you can uh, look up Second Chance Financial Service. Uh, everything is connected to, uh, together under my personal. Okay. And um, a lot of, everybody on my page I do business with. Everybody I do business with. So therefore, Wonderful. you know, you you in good hands. Most definitely in good <laughs> Sounds hands. like I'm it. Like, oh, stay, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> so yeah, so this is Linda Holmes, spelled H O L M as in Mary E S, correct? Yes, yes, ma'am. Wonderful. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we're just about out of time for the interview, but I really appreciate all the information that you've given us, and. Um, so for all you entrepreneurs listening to the show, 
if you need any financial help, now you know who to go to. We're, I'm really glad that you came and shared your information with us, Linda. I appreciate it very, very much. Thank you. I'd so, be more than happy to talk to anybody. Great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. You have a blessed one. You too. Thanks. Okay. And so, I, yeah, so I wanted to uh, also share with everyone, uh, I had just talked a little bit about the um, mastermind groups. And so I wanted to take a few minutes to discuss what they are because they are a little bit different than what you find online and, and what most people are familiar with. And we do have some starting up next month. So I wanted to take the time to go over that and just let you know, just kind of a announcement moment here. <laughs> but we have mastermind groups that we're setting up starting next month, first week of next month. And they are for the, we have some on Tuesday mornings and Tuesday evenings and Saturdays so that people that have to be have to do it before work can do so people after work can do so and people that can only do weekends can do so so we've got everybody covered uh, to go and get more information go to successwithmacintosh.com and you'll see the information there for the mastermind groups the first group will be meeting on November 4th and then we have the other two on Tuesday November 7th so check those out and just so you know how they work, we have 12 entrepreneurs in each group and the artists uh, groups are all artists. And we basically do it online. We have a, I have it set up so that it's like Skype and you can see all 12 people at the same time and we can all talk to each other. And you see all 12 little videos and we can see everybody's faces and, and communicate, get to know each other. And we just work on each other's businesses and each week we focus on one business. And so we basically work as a team, board of directors, whatever you want to call it, for one person a week for 12 weeks. And it's a wonderful way to go. It's not a, it's not a networking group. But it does work out that way anyway, because you get very involved in each other's businesses and you want each other to succeed. And so you do send people any kind of referrals that come along. And uh, it's really a wonderful, fun way to build your business, though. So if you're interested in getting involved in that, it's uh, very cost efficient and it's all online. So you can do it from anywhere and you can get more information, like I said, by going to successwithmacintosh.com or you can call us at 866-636-4696 and we'd be love to talk to you and see if we can meet your needs. So thank you very much, everyone, for listening to the Success with the Macintosh show and we will, hear, we will be here next week to talk to you. Thanks a million. Hi, this is Success Coach Cynthia McIntosh. If you could wave a magic wand to make your life anything you wanted it to be, what would that look like? How would it feel? What would be the changes you would see? If you're ready to make those changes and overcome all your obstacles, give us a call. I would love to be part of your success. You can reach us at 866-636-4696 or you can visit our website at successwithmacintosh.com. Hi, this is success coach Cynthia McIntosh. If you could wave a magic wand to make your life anything you wanted it to be, what would that look like? 
What would be the changes you would see? If you're ready to make those changes and overcome all your obstacles, give us a call. You can reach us at 866-636-4696 or you can visit our website at successwithmacintosh.com. 